inching ever closer to the college basketball season. It is less than five weeks away before there is tip-off with regular season games. I'm Dan Dickow, your host on the WCC Weekly for Gonzaga Nation Media Network. If you've been listening recently, you've seen that every Monday leading up to the season, we are taking a look at a WCC opponent outside of Gonzaga, giving you a little bit of a breakdown of what their season may look like, some of the pieces they've lost, some of the pieces that are returning, maybe a newcomer or two, and also take a quick overview of their schedule. Today's Pepperdine, the Waves out of Malibu, California, led by head coach Lorenzo Romar in his second stop um, on the Pacific Coast Highway 101. Uh, got off to a great start in his second stint tenure, tenure at Pepperdine, but last year hit some rough patches, and a lot of it was because uh, with all of the activity in the transfer portal as well as the grad transfer um, exceptions that are out there, um, you've got a chance to hit some home runs. You've got a chance to uh, have a couple that don't work. And unfortunately for Pepperdine, they took a couple chances on grad transfers a season ago that just didn't work. Uh, one of them was uh, off the team by the time they really got into the deep part of their non-conference. The other one uh, didn't last much longer. So um, when you looked at last year, there was a ton of promise. They had a great young uh, kind of nucleus coming in, in Houston Millette, Maxwell Lewis, Mike Mitchell Jr., along with a returning solid player in Jan Zedek. And then you throw in a couple uh, experienced grad transfers you started to like what you you might have building and it didn't work out with the grad transfers. Now you're throwing all of the responsibility on the young freshman group and you're throwing a lot more responsibility on Jan Zedek than he ever had. And that's kind of a recipe. I don't want to say for disaster, but for a struggle of a season, they went seven and 25 last year, one and 15 in the WCC uh, with that youth comes a learning curve of how to win both at home and on the road. And on the road was where their struggles really happened. They were over on the road. Didn't have a single win uh, either in conference or in non-conference in the road. I would expect that uh, to change this season um, based on the experience level, but also the talent of the young group that they have uh, defensively last year, they weren't great. Um, they gave up about 46, 47% field goal percentage from the opponent. So um, they, they have potential defensively. A lot of times they would gamble, which many times in, in Lorenzo Romar's past systems, they pressure defensively, go for steals, get it, get out on fast break and play that up-tempo transition style that, that he likes to coach. Um, when you don't, when you gamble, you don't get the steal and you give easy opportunities to great teams such as a Gonzaga, a USF with their experienced guards a year ago, St. Mary's with how they're so patient with everything on the offensive end. It really puts you in a bind defensively. And, and that's, I thought, where, where I saw them struggle at times last year. They did try to get a, into a mix of not gambling as much as being solid. Um, but it's one of those fine lines is changing the dynamic of how you coach it and how you 
play it during the course of the season can be difficult. They did guard the three-point line, though, okay. Uh, forced, forced their opponents 33% from beyond the arc, only about seven a game. So, um, you know, that's one of the important factors that so many coaches look at is taking teams off of the three-point line, driving their three-point percentage down, and, and then making them take contested twos in the paint. Uh, they weren't good on the glass, and a lot of it was because of the grad transfers I had mentioned. Those were, uh, you know, interior players. So you now put a lot of your reliance on a Jan Zedek, who played at the four, a little bit at the five a season ago. But he's really, he's he's a stretch four who wants to play on the perimeter because he can shoot it. He's got good touch. Um, you know, they were turnover prone at times as well. Much of that was due to the youth that they had. Uh, Mike Mitchell Jr. as a point guard as a freshman, I thought had a fabulous year, but that's placing a lot of responsibility on him to get you into offense, to, to score, to be a threat. Um, so all in all, um, Pepperdine's got to be excited and happy to move on from last year and get the page started on a new year. Lorenzo Romar is a terrific coach. Uh, he's done great things uh, at at his stops before, whether it was Pepperdine, St. Louis, or obviously where he had a ton of success at Washington. So uh, he, he knows how, how to do it, and we'll see if they turn the corner this year. When you look at the big losses from a season ago, I, I think their biggest losses probably were during that season I mentioned with the grad transfers. Sometimes they, they're going to work chemistry-wise, sometimes they're not, and they cut losses early. Um, but – the biggest loss that I see from the end of season team to this year uh, is um, in having a little bit of experience at the college level with the Pepperdine system um, would be Victor Ohia Obiaha. And he, he wasn't a great scorer. That's not what he was relied upon, but he was an interior presence who gave them great length, averaged, averaged, um, uh, about two offensive rebounds per game, led them in offensive rebounds, led them in blocks a season ago, was active on the glass, um, had, had good lateral movement in in guarding situations, whether it was on the perimeter and switches or pick and rolls. So I think that's really um, the biggest loss. But when you look at everything else that's coming back, uh, you know, they don't, they didn't have a lot of losses from end of season till now, which is a great thing to build upon. The key pieces that they have returning, um, you know, they had a trio of great wing players uh, who were all freshmen last year. Houston Millette uh, is kind of a, a, a wing. I, I consider him more of a traditional two guard where he really hunts his shot. He's aggressive uh, coming off screens. He's aggressive finding angles in space uh, to be able to get a shot off. He led them in scoring. Um as a as a freshman almost 14 points a game um did a really nice job of of handling that load and that pressure as a young player to be able to score um i would expect a jump in growth as far as efficiency you know because when when you're placing a lot of responsibility on a freshman such as they did last year to score it um and you haven't been through the trials and tribulations of understanding how you're getting guarded at this level, how you're getting officiated at the college level, how you're getting prepared for, and, and then how you can adjust to be more efficient and to be more prepared and to be ready. Uh, I think that's going to be interesting to watch. Uh, the other wing 
that uh, shows a ton of promise for Pepperdine. Missed a number of games at the start of the season due to some uh, NCAA eligibility questions. Uh, would be Maxwell Lewis. Great size at the wing, about 6'8", long, athletic. Uh, there was some talk of him possibly going to uh, the NBA G League out of high school or the overtime elite, trying to speed up his eligibility for the NBA clock. He's got that type of talent. Um, he's not there yet. Uh, but when you look at size, athleticism, uh, he's got good enough ball skills. He's got good enough shooting ability that you've got at least project it out that way and I think he's got a chance uh, but in 21 games last year averaged uh, about 11 points a game shot it well from the three-point line um, about uh, about two made threes per game so good enough to keep the defense honest but I think right now where he's best as a young player is out in transition with his athleticism his length uh, his ability to finish. I think that's where his strength lies. And then the third freshman from a season ago, who was obviously a sophomore, touched on him earlier. Um, point guards always have a lot of responsibility. And as a freshman in college, that is a huge transition um, to to have to uh, learn the college game from your position, but also from the totality of the team's position of what needs to be done and then what each individual on the floor uh, is also responsibility is also responsible for, but I thought Mike Mitchell did a tremendous job last year. Averaged about nine points a game, nearly five assists, um, shot at over forty percent from three. Um, you know, Colby Ross from Pepperdine a couple of years back, um, who's carved out, is carving out a nice professional career. Uh, he's a borderline NBA player. Uh, he remind Mike Mitchell Jr. reminds me a lot of him. A lot of the same attributes: uh, competitive, smart. Uh, you could tell he's got uh, an understanding of the game. Uh, so I think he's going to be a difficult uh, assignment for anybody in the WCC over the next couple of years. Other big time returning player who could really put the ball in the basket and score for the waves, Jan Zedek, um, kind of that stretch for uh, quick trigger on the perimeter. You give him a space, he's finding a way to get that shot off. So um, average over 13 a game. They're going to need more from him, though, in regards to rebounding, in regards to defense. Uh, and I think that's possibly going to be a key for their season, because if those young guys improve the way that you think they could or will or should. How does excuse me, how does Jan Zedek blend into that offensive attack? It'll be interesting to see when you look at the newcomers, there's two newcomers that that really caught my eyes in regards to. Um, I think they could have a, a big role for Pepperdine this year. Uh, and it's both because of uh, they've got size. Uh, one of them's got a great pedigree. Another one's got uh, a great background of school where he transferred from, but also potential. The first one I'll talk about is the one I think that's got great potential. And that's uh, USC transfer six foot 10, Bubakar Kulabali. Uh, I had a, a game or two of USC last year and then just watching the Pac-12 Um He's a guy that I thought um, maybe could have gotten more minutes, but USC has been loaded the last few years with the Mobley brothers, uh, with Drew Peterson kind of at that wing. Um, so he really hasn't had a crazy amount of, of opportunities, but I, I like the potential that I saw. He's long, he's rangy, he's athletic. I think his, his skill set and his IQ have grown uh, over his time at USC. And you put him now in the WCC and you put him in a position where it looks like 
at Pepperdine, he's going to have a chance to play extended minutes. Uh, I think I think he could be a really nice piece for Pepperdine. And the other big uh, coming in as freshman, six foot ten, uh, Javon Porter out of Missouri. Uh, the name might be familiar. His older brother, Michael Porter Jr., uh, plays in the NBA for the Denver Nuggets. The family is really well connected. Great family friends with Lorenzo Romar. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. had committed to play for Lorenzo Romar at the University of Washington before, unfortunately, Romar was fired. Um, but that relationship stands. Jovan Porter, um, six foot ten, talented. Uh, you've seen in articles he's made comments where he has aspirations uh, to be in the pros, just like his older brother. And one of the reasons he chose Pepperdine outside of the family relationship with Romar is the fact that Romar has coached multiple pros uh, over the co course of his year and feels like he can get him ready the best. So lots of pieces um, returning as well as newcomers uh, for Pepperdine to keep an eye on. Uh, moving to the schedule, last year mentioned zero wins on the road. So sometimes what do you do if you're able to, not being stuck in contracts where you have to go play games, what you try to do is have a heavy slate of home games in the non-conference. Uh, and you see that with Pepperdine, but you also see they don't travel out of the LA area more than two times before they get into conference play. The two, I guess, road trips um, would be at Grand Canyon, who's a really good team out of the WAC. Uh, and then they travel to the Diamond Head Classic at the University of Hawaii, where they open with Hawaii uh, right around the Christmas time. But uh, okay schedule. Um, you know, I, I think there's a couple in there that, you know, are confidence builder type games, but then there's a couple because you've got so many schools uh, at the Division One level in the LA area that you can kind of pick and choose and get plenty of, of games e easily onto your schedule that kind of cover a lot of the bases that you're trying to, to cover um, when you're scheduling. Uh, whether it's play this style, play against a team with that style, play a team from that league, looking at your Ken Palm, your, your possible net rankings and how it may impact and affect you at the end of the year if you're possibly on the border of the NCAA tournament. But, you know, they will host you, you, UC Irvine, which has been really good in recent years. They play at UCLA. I already mentioned they play at Grand Canyon. Uh, and then they host a really good uh, team out of the Mountain West, Nevada. Nevada struggled last year, even though they had a lot of talent. Um, but Steve Alford always has a good team um, wherever he's at. And now he's at Nevada. Look into the West Coast Conference slate. They have Gonzaga twice. They actually open their conference season at Gonzaga uh, on New Year's Eve, December 31st. And they also host the Zags February 18th. Get a little bit of a break in the schedule in that they only play St. Mary's once. Um, you know, that's one of the things that everybody looks at kind of with this split shortened uh conference schedule is which team do you teams do you only play once and for Pepperdine uh to, to play St. Mary's once uh is a little bit of a help but again you don't want to rely on the schedule help you want to rely on uh your own play and I think Pepperdine has a chance to be much better this year than they were last year so Appreciate you listening. Thanks for taking a minute and kind of listening to all of our WCC previews on the Gonzaga Nation Media Network. We will keep rolling through the rest as we get to the start of the college basketball season. Don't forget to follow us on social media channels 
at Gonzaga Nation SI. Take care and we'll see you again soon.